Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the first episode of the Percolated Podcast, where we'll be having chats over coffee, um, which is quite a regular occurrence with me. My name is Jack O'Halloran, and I'm joined by a bit of a young Amadeus on the block, uh, Luca Zeno. Luca, this is your, your first podcast. How are you feeling going into this? Um, a little bit nervous, I must admit. We are, you know, going back to our roots by starting off with some coffees to kind of get rid of those nerves, I'd say, uh, and also a beer, which is really my favorite one-two combo. Um, is it yours? Or? It is quite a good combination. Um, I'd say the nerves will dissipate um, when we realize it's only Calvin, Dylan, and then Dylan again listening to this podcast. But either way, uh, welcome if you are not Dylan or Calvin as well. Um, we're the Percolating Pod Podcast. My name's Jack, and this is Luca. And yeah, if you don't know us, um, I've done different works, I guess, on the podcast community. You're a first-time podcaster. Um, and I guess we'll get into how we know each other. So how did we meet, I guess? Uh, a little way back when. Mm. Uh, let's go back, I guess, if you will. Um, really, it all goes back to our nonna and nonna, which we share. Um, I currently live here at nonna's. Uh, where this is this filming is being taken place but yeah we're cousins we uh, are cousins yes and that really makes for some interesting dynamics i would say um we're quite different mm. i would like to say i know? don't think anyone's ever said that we look alike no um act alike's different i mean yes. we've both got the mustaches um they're going great by the they way. are they're going okay i mean this one's been on me for years but um yeah, no, so if you didn't get that, we are we are cousins. We're first cousins. Luca lives next door to me at Nonna's place, where he's been vacating for a few years now, three years, yes, possibly. three years. Yeah, so not a not a new young buck on the block, but definitely still the bark. Um, that's what the people are saying. That's, that's what, what many are saying yeah. um, and suggesting. And uh, for those listening at home, we are the Percolator Podcast, and we are sponsored by Lavazza. Um, perfect coffee. Oh, I can't mean, describe it any better. It beats out an espresso most times. Yeah. It's full bodied. Mm. Uh, still very smooth though. Um, rolls off the tongue very well. Rolls and goes down. Yes. Quite well, yes. Yes. Both. Indeed. Yes. Um, and yeah, I guess that's the explanation of the name. Uh, we come over, well, I venture over to Nonna's place most days, pretty much every day, um, to play cards and we down a coffee and we have a good time. We chat. And it was during these chats that we had somewhat of an epiphany, if you will. And it was an epiphany that a lot of people, I guess, white males of our age have. And it's, we should start a podcast. Um, and we've done it. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, look at us. We'll see what happens here. Um, tonight, we've got a pretty special installment. I guess it is the debut season. Um, we're not going to have segments as such. But we, we know we're, we've got a rough idea what we're talking about. Yeah, we've been uh, rehearsing this for all of 20 seconds. Yeah. And really, I think percolated in the name, it, it's a stimulant. Mm -hmm. And uh, or coffee itself is percolated coffee, obviously, being the best way to enjoy Lavazza coffee. Mm. Um, and really, you know, embodying the phrase conversations about nothing We'll know what we're talking about, mm. but probably not really get anywhere. We have dot points. Yeah. There's no palm cards, but we have yeah. we have dot points. Um, and I guess if we've got the the introduction aside, we can go into basically the story, I guess. Our story, if you will. So a little bit of an introduction to yourself. So look, you recited uh down south for most of your your life. Yes, yes. I grew up in the region of Pambula and Marimbula. And that is, for most of everybody I've ever met, somewhere nobody knows exists or will probably ever know it exists. Beautiful part of the world. Though. It is stunning. Yeah. Um, I like to call it home most of the time. Uh, it really is seven hours south. Um, no, that's not off the face of the earth, but it is quite far south. Um, still in New South Wales, it's on the coast, beautiful. Mm. I grew up surfing, ravaged by the fires. Yes, um, if we look back to that, yes, that time period, quite an interesting time period. Um, many places around the area, 
got burnt to an absolute crisp. Mm. Um, you were fine though. I mean, you. Were yeah, okay. yeah. I, I, I just kind <laughs> not of not to stand back. You're involved, no. but like you were there. You were <laughs> I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Uh, I was fine though. Yeah. Um, and since coming up, Looker has worked with me at the Jamoyne Sailing Club, um, who we also sponsored by. Um, yeah, just got that message then. But before that, where did you you work? Because I was at you know as. The potential five listeners might have known. I used to work at uh, Domino's Jamoin, yeah. and then follow that up by um, the greatest employment ever seen at Burwood RSL. Where did you work before we uh, commenced our journey at the Jamoin Sailing Club? Well, I uh, I had a pretty nice little stint at Seabreeze Diner. A uh, bit of a chef myself, that's what they call me. Mm. So had a little stint there. Thought I'd go to the big smoke. Yeah, heads into ribs and burgers. What an estate! I mean, I mean that place is thriving. Great uh, thick shakes. Yeah, yeah the, the thick shakes are thick great. Shake. I don't um, personally get them often. No, but whenever I see them, they look. Yeah, they, um, look they never let me on that equipment. Right. So yeah, you I was be, always yeah. the yeah the back of house, um, working the grill, but not quite. Mostly the French fries. I I kind of locked down the sweet potato fries. That was my role. Mm. Um. Yeah, it was a tough uh, role I I did. Um, it's hard to describe, mainly because none of the conversations that were held in the establishment were in English. That doesn't. With me. Yeah. yeah. Um, that never I, helps. No, I have two languages of note. Mm. Basic 1950s Sicilian dialect yep. of Italian or... English, mm. which I guess makes a lot of sense. That would be the predominant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yet still insisted on speaking other languages to me. Not sure what they were, never found out. Um, and then the, you know, torrent of abuse at why are these fries late mm. would inevitably be shown with some hand gestures and some very loud voice raising, which uh, led me to take a couple of days off. Uh, this was... Yes. Yeah. This, it was a good time here. Yeah. I mean, I'd come back from an injury, uh, that being two broken wrists, fractured everywhere you could imagine, five places. Um, so that was, you know two casts. Yeah, well, I was on two casts for six weeks. That'll you know. make some activities pretty difficult. Yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you don't want to get those fried up, I guess, no, accidentally. Not at all. Um and I decided to call in to work sick because of these two broken wrists quite uh, late into the recovery period. I mean, people call in for way less. Yeah. Than that. Yes. I mean, two broken wrists. I remember one time when I was at Burwood RSL, not to incriminate myself, but it was a shift that I was just, I was never getting there. You know, it was a close. It was a Friday night and the boys had made plans. Oh. Um, and I mean, at that point in my life, walking around the pokies at Burwood, going out with the boys, I think yeah. you know which hand I was raising okay. there. Yeah. Maybe through the voice inflection, you could tell. And I called in about 10 minutes previous to the shift. I remember I was just, just in a room in this same very building we're recording um, and said that one of my uncles had had a heart attack and I wasn't able to make it in. So, so the hands look great. Did you say it like that? I did. I did say it like that. Through that? No, there was no chuckle. I was feigning some pretty aggressive, I'd say worrisome tears. Mm. Um, Unconsolable. But I'd called in sick that many times. It was like the guy did not believe me. I mean, it could have been the whole family went down. Yeah, um, Titanic style kind of. And he would have. He still would have not believed me. So, point in case is, yeah, you know, I. Everyone's calling for less than two broken hands. Yeah. Wrists. Yeah. Sorry not to no, mislocate yeah. it. Yeah. Um, well, it hurt so much apparently on that day mm. that it could have been the hands and wrists. But not, not to interrupt, can we just go how this happened? Because two mm. broken wrists isn't something that usually just happens. Yes. Well, I can tell you we were preparing for the um Basketball competition that we were have, playing at the time. Glebe? Glebe. It was Glebe. Glebe. Yeah. Great comp. Fourth division. Yes. Yeah, I think we 
we're top scoring on that before one of our mates, um, let's call him Xylophone. Yeah. Kind of ruined us. We said we weren't going to name drop, but for this one, it was Xavier Tregeagle, um, who completely butchered the run we were having. We were beating the top players team um in the first hole. It was it was disgusting until um all triple doubles for the until let's call him Xavier Tregeagle came on and completely butchered it. That's neither here nor yeah. Yes. I'm I'm clearly not cut up about it two years later. No, no, couldn't be. So (laughs) uh yeah, we were preparing and I knew a local spot where I like to practice. Um, And for years I've been telling this story as, you know, I used to be very athletic. I dunked on someone who was like six foot five, I think. Uh, But the truth of the matter is I dunked on probably the smallest rim ever found, uh, the kitty rim at South Street. What a hoop. Yeah, great hoop. Until it absolutely murked me, held on a bit too long, completely butchered my wrists all hopes of really any dreams i had in musical performance um i mean anything any late night activities on a tuesday maybe Mozart's not playing with the two broken wrists he couldn't he wouldn't he, have been Beethoven, he's not even he's no. not on the keys if that Elton was john doing. would never have made it no he was um, might i add by hmm. the way after this I'm going to say tragedy mm. of the two broken wrists. So look has gotten up from the ground, um, shaking it off. Yeah. We've continued to play. And I'd dare like I say you, you were still hooping a little bit until yeah. it got to a point where you said, look, might be time. Yes. I can't, I can't feel my hands. Yeah. And at that point, you know, my, my wrists, arms, hands, they all started turning hmm. the color of, a, a beaten up child, I guess. Blue, black, purple. Could have, yeah. Quite a graphic uh, description there. Let's just call it uh, they were Bruce. <laughs> just to uh, make sure, <laughs> make sure no one thinks we are child abusers. Anyways, let's yeah. continue. And uh, well, from that, I guess we went to the medical institution just down the road, um, who promptly told us to go to Balmain Hospital. Um, represent that's where my dad was born um who told me that x-rays wouldn't be able to be taken till the following day mm. but they strapped me up real good caught a bus home came back the next morning got some x-rays five fractures jack honorably picked me up yeah after that and yeah spent six months having to be showered mm. by others that that must have felt quite senile yeah, Labrini, if yeah. You yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm very prepared now, uh, for the later stages of my life. Would be a seamless transition, yeah. You got I a mean, taste, yeah, and that's really all I needed. Not planning <laughs> on heading back to that state anytime soon. That was dismal, but, it was, but, but back to ribs and burgers. So, I, I very much, oh, yes, tycooned that conversation. So, back to ribs and burgers. Um, you've caught in sick, yeah, and at this point, I've lost the casts. I've lost a few things, mm. but most importantly, I did have on these skin-colored uh, hand warmers, I guess is all they're really good for. Mm. They kind of just stop you. Like I don't know what they actually did. They were really not that helpful. But I'm uh, I'm traveling down Victoria Road at uh, quite a speed on my trusty old bike, which mm. was stolen. If anyone's seen that, yeah, hit me up. I know there is a bike thief. Uh, amongst the employees at the sailing club. Yeah. I'm going to call him Dan. Um, yeah, so if anyone's seen that, let me know. Mm. But I'm uh, I'm turning the corner. I think that street is called Church Road, Church Street. You'd think I, I, I actually uh, it don't could know. Be. There's a church there. Yeah, yeah, there's a church at the end. You'd assume. And uh, I've taken a left. Um, this is probably about 20 minutes into the shift I was meant to have. I don't know why I went past Ribs and Burgers. It's but, a bold play. Yeah. Uh, I guess maybe I was just intrigued to see how they're going without me, if they needed me. Exactly. Um, and there's my boss with a coffee, sipping it, absolutely daggers at me <laughs> as I wave one-handed and cycle around him. Um, I mean, you can't imagine you're picking up many shifts after that. No, I think employment was... 
close to being terminated on the spot. Um, and that happens. I mean, that's yeah. happened to me twice. Yeah, um, it's it's not a great feeling. It, it's probably not. for the best for both myself and the establishment. I mean, I've never hated a place more than that. Really, it was it was tough. I'd come home, burns all up my arms from those bloody French fries. Sweet mm. potatoes tasted good, but uh, yeah. Much happier at the sailing club, I would have to say. Thanks for the sponsor. I mean, you're thriving down there. Management. Yeah. Um, Riz is thriving down there. Yes. Um, I took it upon myself, really, to... I, I thought it was a bit lackluster. Mm. You know, other establishments seem to have a bit of workplace Riz. Right. Um, if you will. And I thought maybe that's what we'd been missing. Yeah. And... After my employment where I couldn't converse with anyone, I felt it was time to bring in the big guns, mm-hmm. bring in workplace rears. Yeah, I guess to a place with a more lax uh, sexual assault policy. Yeah. Um, but this all came to fruition recently. Mm. Um, obviously, I mean, you're known in the community as somewhat of a Riz gremlin. Mm. Like, you're known. Yeah. Um, and that's done wonders. But how did this go recently? With the tale of the ambulance. Yes. I mean, this is a tale as old as time, really. Yeah. Um, Everyone's been in this situation before. I mean, I found myself in it, what, three times in the last month? Quite recently. Yeah. yeah, um, Maybe that needs to get checked up on. But I'll explain it uh, for Dylan and Calvin and co. Um, And Dylan again. And Dylan again. (laughs) It is... A tale as old as time. So basically, it was a lady had fallen outside our workplace. Can you give us a description? Yeah. Um, she had actually fallen off a motorized scooter trying to get up our hill, um, exiting the workplace. Obviously, couldn't get out of there fast enough. Yeah. She's hit the gas. Wheel, front wheel's gone up, mm-hmm. fallen back, can't get up. We go over, you know. Oh my god, are you okay? All that jazz. Yeah. And yeah. then we the just WHS. Yeah. Compliance. Yeah. Let me grab a pillow and an umbrella because it's really hot. Minimizing paperwork. Yeah. Exactly. Mitigating, you know, licensing. Yeah. And losses. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> yeah. and we've called triple zero. Standard practice. Yeah. Got to. Because we can't get her up. Yeah. And I mean, this ambulance drives. Credit to ambulance drivers, job I could never do. Came really quickly. Wonderful job they did. Um, but, you know, they're driving in and I can't help but notice there's an absolute stunner in the front seat. And that begs the question. I mean, I was overwhelmed mm. with stunnage. Yeah, you were stunned. I, I was absolutely stunned. Yeah. Like, I don't know, phase jab back in the day kind of stuff. You were you were quite smitten on the way home. I mean, yeah. usually I get, you know, a few like, oh, this happened at work. First thing I heard was there was an absolute sort in the front seat of this ambulance. You, I mean, ab, yeah, yeah. Absolute sort isn't even doing her justice. Yeah. It was incredible. And I thought to myself, must I ask for the number now? And it begged the question, when do you get a paramedic's number? I mean, as we said before, that's a question as old as time. I think there were the Israelites asking that when they were fleeing um, and Moses was parting. Um, I mean, let's think of the situation. So they've rocked up. Their whole focus is obviously the person, the victim, if you will. That's first and foremost. Yes, brought it on itself, but. They haven't got a call out because, you know, an employee at the sailing club thinks they're a stunner. Yeah. Um, so they've come here to address the situation. Mm. I think the second they hop out of the vehicle, yeah. if we're talking about stun and stunner, yeah. you have to ask right then and there. I think you must. I'm really. saying like the second the seatbelt gets unclipped, you, you've Cap got a pen and paper. Yeah. 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 Well, I think the issue becomes... You know, God forbid, the victim yeah. brought on by herself. The victim, 
the sympathy here away. is that right? Oh man, <laughs> can I yeah. tell you? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I had eyes elsewhere, not on the victim. But if the victim was to pass away in this situation, mm. uh, you can't get it at the end. No, it's a bit like you failed at your job. Look at my job. What's going on? We're both not really doing a great job. Yeah. Um, pity beer. That's yeah. It's it's not great. And then mid mid, uh, I guess CPR for want of a better term, defib. Yeah. You know any hands on kind of stuff. Yeah, I feel like you might just be getting in the way, and then and then if something happens, God forbid. You don't want to. Crack. You don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to be the cause. You know. Oh, I accidentally tripped on the defib and it turned off. Sorry, like clear. Hey, sorry. Sorry, just before you you just run that defib. Do you reckon I could just get your number? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I'm saying maybe as a general rule of thumb, pretty much the second they get out of the car would be the timing. Like the second. You know, the person starts getting strapped up. That thing they slide under and yeah, get them on. The, oh, the second any equipment leaves the vehicle, it's it's game over. Really. Yeah, you're no longer a priority. No, and that and that's a good thing. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah, obviously for yeah. the victim. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it'd be a pretty crumbled healthcare system if you know. I guess getting with yeah. the people at the Who, scene, yeah, was the priority amidst the victim lying on the floor. Yes. underneath the not wheelchair what was it uh motorized, motorized scooter yes 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 yeah yes mm. a little bit quicker than a wheelchair slightly uh, yeah depending on downhill wheelchair be dangerous on that drive that driver that is a trip to the sea that'll test that your forearms is, i don't even reckon yeah. dylan alcott could fly up that no no i think that's a rolling but it's an interesting question one maybe we'll post to dylan calvin and then dylan for the second time it yeah. is when do you ask a paramedic for their number i mean it's precarious mm. like you don't want to come off as aggressive of course. but if you're too submissive and equipment leaves the ambulance then yeah. you're you're not getting that number exactly and, and like let's be real the 10 seconds it takes for me to ask hey mm. can i have your number yeah I mean, if the person's already died in that 10 seconds, it's too late anyway. Exactly. The paramedic was never running up the hill in time. It's not It's not going to work. Nothing's going to happen there. So, yeah, the 10 seconds at the start are probably the least vital. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's can't really Brad get has it actually said that. Yeah. New South Wales Health Minister. Um, but, yeah, so when if you were to describe this woman, mm. and we've had many a chats about Axis, you're a math man. You did maths advanced. I did too. Yes. Really? Yeah. Um, I did general, so I didn't right. get much further than Y equals MX plus B and, mm. and tax brackets, if you will. But in this conversation, we got onto a bit of a tangent. And we've had this conversation with Dylan, Calvin, and then Dylan again. And this question is the difference between good looking and attractive. Love this question. I mean, it's a big question. Absolutely. And I think it's best described on a graph. Yeah. Why don't we get into it first? So good looking is obviously a lot more objective. Yes. Okay. You might find someone really good looking, mm. but just something about their vibe, just facial expressions, even just that yeah. anything can just turn them from good looking but unattractive. And that's yes. a phenomenon that we've been aware of for quite some time. We're trying, we're trying yeah. to spread this phenomenon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Awareness really is the key to unmasking the this whole concept, I guess. Mm. The more people who know about it, the more people will get on board, understand really what we're saying. Yeah. And, and some people are saying the best way to look at it, and you put it perfectly, um, in your maths advanced studies is parabolas. Yes. Gradients. And more accurately, I think Y and X axis graphs. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And what you find is there's a, you know, exhibit A, we'll use uh, the fumble exhibit A, mm. very good looking, not at all attractive, but you can also have the opposite where there's very attractive, very 
good looking, I guess. I, f- I feel like it's pretty hard to find very attractive, but not good looking. Yeah, there, there's definitely the the gradient mm. is met where they're equally attractive and good looking. Yes. Um, hard to come by that yeah. M in the white yeah. because MX plus B. I mean, that's definitely an exponential, you know. Yeah. And that's that's above what I was really able to cover. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Newton found that one. That wasn't uh, in my stats uh, in term three, year 12. So draw these graphs up for me. Let's visualize it for Calvin, Dylan and Dylan again. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, there's uh, there's positive and negative sides to this graph. And really. Whoa. Yeah. You're suggesting an inverse graph. I'm suggesting an inverse graph right, right. now. A bit of a. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, You know, the arms went for those who. Uh, could tell what I'm also finding is that on that graph there is the sophisticat and the pug dog if the, is, that, is that is that is that what we discussed that might be beeped out um okay so I think I think that got pretty wild. I think we'll firstly go into the definition of sophisticate. Yeah. What is a sophisticate? As far as I'm aware, mm-hmm. very intelligent, minxy yep. woman. Sophisticate is like Pam from The Office. Yeah. You know, I mean, is she the most stunning woman anyone's ever seen? No. Would no. she admit, obviously, you know, she's yeah. not. But there's something about the sophistication there mm. that's very attractive. Yes. And so Absolutely. that's what a sophisticate is. Mm. All right. Someone you're like, well, you know what? They're they're clued in. Glasses is pretty much a hallmark of a sophisticate. Yep. Um, not to stereotype um no. or whatever. Um the glasses are great. They are great. I think we were talking about a different axis before. Uh, possibly in pre-recording, um, if we just look at the dot points we made, if we just have another look at the uh, the other axis was crazy. Oh, of yes, course, yes, yes, the crazy sexy. Yes. Ah, uh, and how does that differ? Um, well, the crazy sexy is quite easy. That's a completely different graph. Uh, can be plotted using three D imaging. Uh, but that is something that I am unable to do. So I'll use it on a different graph. The crazy sexy scale really is uh, the crazier a person is, the more sexy they appear to be for a short period of time. Yeah, I think that axis of the graph can run right, right thin yeah. pretty early if yeah. you're like, whoa, there's a lot more crazy than than initially anticipated. Yeah, and obviously there's a great segment of crazy. Yeah. You know, a little bit on edge. That's the end. Yeah. That that's the end. Absolutely. And you need a little bit of spice in your life, you know? Yeah. Uh, nobody wants to be sitting around doing nothing, just staring at a wall. Yeah. Um, and maybe that is, I guess, at the other end of the crazy, there's both, you know, if you're locked in a white room, probably a bit too much. Yeah. Um, but I would definitely say there's that really sweet spot where it's you keep me on my toes. Yeah. You never you're never bored with with no. on that end. You no. know, it's a slight bit of paprika in in the cooking. Yes. If you will. Yeah. It's not, you know, red hot chilies and you know, some chemically, I guess, manufactured spice from China or India, if you will. It's yeah. it's a little bit of spice, just enough to be like, hey, you know, I've got to stay locked in, but not enough that I'm searing and and I have feel like yeah. I've got a vindaloo in my in my yeah. pants. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. So if you can still picture this graph, even though we've basically defamed the whole thing, which I mean we've mislabeled, we put vindaloos in the pants on this graph. <laughs> but if you can think about it, it's good looking, attractive. Yeah. And then the inverse, if you will. Yeah. On the crazy, sexy, sophisticated. Yes. And you can probably plot, I reckon I could plot most people I know on a graph. Yeah. This absolutely. graph. Absolutely. Um, obviously, you know, there are different elements that you could probably add. Yes. But we're simple people. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely. quite simple. I mean, oh. I didn't even look at inverse graphs, if that's what you call them. Yeah. Um, I, in, in my, I might in have made my that study. Up, so. <laughs> 
Yeah, just a quick reminder, we are sponsored by Lavazza here tonight. Uh, Lavazza has some of the best coffee in the game. And um, if you're looking to break away from that Nespresso, George Clooney kind of look and put some Lavazza in a percolator, please feel free um, because we are sponsored by them. I guess we'll continue with, we've got, tonight's been a lot of, would you say social mechanics? Yes. Yeah. As one who quite often takes a step back to look at the wider picture. Hmm. I love understanding how people think, how people work. I love seeing little social clicks, if mm. you will. Uh, I think this is a good start for us because uh, you're quite the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not a social perv. I mean, no, I don't no. look from afar and judge. Yeah. It's more, I just take mental notes, if yeah. you will. You know, that's a, I wouldn't say I'm quick to judge, but actually, I would say that. Um, and then, yeah. 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 I guess, you know, we both have our values. Um, yeah. And I guess that's what we're kind of touching on here. Not that our uh, value would be crazy, sexy or sophisticated, but more things we look at socially. We we look upon these things like, you know what? Yeah, I can hang around with you for yeah. a little while. Yeah. I know you. You, you know, know you. And I know you know I know Yes. Anyway, so I guess if we're still going on this social tangent if you will if those who didn't know i'm currently still at uni um my attendance would be virtually non-existent i mean even in the most severe i guess or stressful times of a uni semester i'm pretty unlikely to enter the acu facilities at strathfield there but whenever i do i cannot help but think You know, I'll just explain the story. I'll explain yeah, the story. I so we're in these classes every semester and because teaching is quite a, I wouldn't say dying, but a, a petering out profession, as we've discussed. Yeah. Um, so I'll go into so. these classes and they're smaller classes. So I'll see the same people every year, every semester. And there's this one person every year, every semester. I've met her, I think, five or six times now. And... No matter what comes up in a conversation, be it the weather, be it what she did in that uni semester, I guess, be it, you know, how she's going with her studies, she cannot help herself from bringing up the fact that she has a boyfriend. Oh. And don't you just hate that? that you is just hate best. that. Absolutely. And it's just every single semester, because as you said, we're socially conscious, probably... Yeah less on the green side of that, more on like the socially aware, yeah. almost judgmental side of that yeah. social spectrum. Because yeah. there's many layers to this. So we'll be in an icebreaker and, you know, the question will ask, oh, you know, what's something really, you know, wild about yourself? And I always hark back to the time that me, Liam Beeks and Charlie were in Rebel Sport and met Lionel Richie buying shoes. True story, by the way, there's photos, one photo. And um, shout out Lionel. And, you know, other people will say, oh, you know, my my dad works in the polar. You know, it's something random. Yeah. something yeah. Random. I couldn't come up with something really random. That's not that random. Yeah. But um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We all know those eyes. And every uni semester, I'm talking six times now, mm. the crazy thing about her is boyfriend related. Mm. And she'll back that up when we break off from that icebreaker activity. Say I'm sitting on her table. I'll ask her a question. And the boyfriend invariably again and again comes up and it gives me head noise because because I, I i am in a relationship so it doesn't make me yeah yeah thank you uh five years in in, in a week or so but um congratulations thank that's you huge. it is that huge is it huge. is huge but see how i didn't force that upon you in an no. unrelated manner yeah that's what she's doing yeah. i would have started the podcast like hey welcome to the per percolated podcast i have a boyfriend and it's like <laughs> let's call her M from ACU. Yeah. Um, actually, we already use that for the Y equals MX plus B. Let's call her Exhibit B, mm. if you will. Exhibit B needs to let you know that she has a boyfriend. I don't need to let her know that I have a girlfriend. And it leads me to believe that there's something more sinister at play. Yes. Which it really only can do. Yeah. Because it's, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking if she has to continuously tell yeah. me that she has a boyfriend, 
does she think I'm a creep? Does she think I'm trying to swing? Because when did just having a friendly conversation become that? I mean, have you met the boyfriend? I haven't met the boyfriend. He, I mean, a receipt would be nice. Yeah. I haven't stalked her profile or anything. So I'm not. No, we wouldn't. I wouldn't. Definitely wouldn't. Yeah. No, not at all. But no, I haven't had a look at her profile. So I don't actually know if this, if this bloke exists, but that's neither here nor the, the more point is, does she think I'm hitting on her? Because that's just ridiculous. I mean, icebreaker is. Yeah. And it's. I just don't think I have that in the locker. And more importantly, I guess the thing is, does she think that every guy there wants to hit on her? Am I the only guy in there that cops that, therefore making me the creep? Or is it every single bloke that she comes in contact with, does she say the same spiel? That would make me feel better. I don't want to feel like a creep, um, which I already do in that class anyway. I mean, the ratio is just outrageous. Like, yeah. Um, a little bit sexy. Yeah. Yeah. But you were um you were gonna talk about yeah, well, I guess the inverse of that, if you will. Yeah. If you know, you meet someone for the first time, perhaps you work with them, perhaps you're they've entered the social group, they're a friend of a friend. Exhibit C. Exhibit C. Yeah. And you know, things are going all right. You know, you guys are quite close now. It's been a a month or two and then randomly you find out from a different person mm. that they're in a relationship that's Things what... have been a little bit flirty yeah. i would say yeah but then it, you're double backing uh, were they flirty am i reading too much into this was she specifically or they specifically ignoring the fact that they do have a significant other did they want to test the waters? Mm. Um, and, you know, me not knowing the significant other at all in any respect, uh, retrospect. Stalks the profile? or No, no. no. You wouldn't. No, we, we, we wouldn't endorse that. Us. Yeah. No. Um, no. Not really snap map files. But no. I just feel like at some point the inverse is also a problem. Probably equally as problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Could lead to some very dangerous territory. I mean, I'd argue it has. Yes, in some circumstances. Yes, absolutely. I guess what we're getting at here is, I think there is an apt time to bring mm. up that you have a significant other. Yeah. Albeit, if it doesn't come up in conversation, maybe just leave it. Yeah. And say maybe second or third time you meet someone, maybe just drop in the whole, oh, hey, you know. You know, what did you do on the weekend? Oh, I hung out with my boyfriend or yeah. me and my boyfriend, you know, it's something. Or me Pick and my me. girlfriend did something. Great. Picnics. Yeah. Laser tag. The whole. The, the whole kid and boodle. Yeah. Do absolutely. not tell me as somewhat of a staple of your personality that yeah. you have a boyfriend. It makes me feel like a creep. Yeah. It's a little bit main character, a little bit self-indulgent. It's like, whoa, a guy's speaking to me. He wants me. It's like, no, no, no. no. You know what this is? It's called a conversation. Yeah. Um. Not hitting on you. Yes. And in your circumstance, equally as relevant. Yes. Don't let it get pushed down the line where it's like, I think I'm on here. Yeah. And then when it gets like, you know, to that threshold, if you will, it's like that we still friends. You drop the, oh, I've got a boyfriend. It's like, well, I've just, I've whipped the moves out. Yeah. I put the pan on. I mean. The investment was there. Yeah. I've put money into the stock market. And they removed a stock market. And now you're and ripping was, it all yeah, out. Like, but like, it's on? just, yeah. It's absurd. I guess yeah. that is what we touched on there, really. There's an apt time. Yeah. Find that apt time. Yeah. Don't shove it in my face, but don't dangle that little carrot along where it's like, well, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. And then just drop it on me. Yeah. Probably absolutely. worse. It's just, uh, yeah. It's absolutely despicable as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Having talked about, you know, relationships, when to bring them up. In a relationship pod. It has a, a little lot bit. of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I myself, uh, single, Cal Dill, if you know anyone. <laughs> Dill again. Dill again. Uh, but yes, I am single. Single? I'm single. And I've been looking uh, in all the wrong places, it seems. But I've that decided. That is noisy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but you've, been out, you've been looking. I've been looking. Yeah, and I decided, you know, I go to the same pubs, I go to the same mates places. 
probably not going to find a significant other there. Yeah. I'll try my luck with some online dating. You're a creature of habit, I but am. you love love. I love love. As in Dylan, Dylan, and, yeah, yeah, the in-laws, yeah. You love love. I love. We love. know it. It's um, it's it's a difficult way to I know converse. I'm not used to it. Um, I like speaking in person mm. for Cal or Dill's mate who's now listening. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it can be daunting. Yeah, it, it can be. really can. I mean, and you know, you set up that Tinder profile, and they they hit you with like six pages, all of these little bubbles. What are you into? You got to pick five of them. And it's like, whoa, that is. There's a lot of things here, you know, mm. things from sake to surfing. I mean, there's all levels of, I mean, big span, yeah, massive span. It's it's hard to describe. They want to cover bases. Yeah. Um. One of the options though was high school sports. As Where, in, what are you into? High school sports. Are you coaching them? Are you peeping at them? Yeah, like you watching them. School? Like, what are you doing with high school sports? Love to see the percentage for the people who are using high school sports. Is there there are five yeah. identifiers, if you will? Exactly. That's a priority high school sport. I mean, that's yeah. absurd. You know, that... not, not family, friends, no. uh, high school sport. You know, I, oh yeah, I love you know dining at Chinese restaurants, peeping at high schools from outside their gym, but they don't know. Like, yeah, who's picking up with that? <laughs> if anything. Choosing high school sports probably puts more questions. It yeah. yeah. I mean, the five things are obviously meant to simplify you. That yeah. probably comes with a charge, that question. <laughs> yeah, like they probably monitor your profile for a little bit to see your activity. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple more that really I decided to jot down and lump into one whole thing. And I'll just quickly, you know, read them out. World peace, disability rights. <laughs> human rights voter rights black lives matter and equality and what i found i mean these are all true by the way yeah completely true if you're not on tinder have a look go yeah, on just, just you don't even have to make the profile just get to this stage and start reading through the list it's wild could all of this be described under that last one i'm into equality it's it's I mean, world peace. I don't know many people on Tinder looking for love, mm. wishing for genocides. <laughs> um, I also don't know many people who are against disability rights. You'd have a hard time finding a match if that was one of your five things. Um, yeah. Anti-disability rights. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you trying to take the car parks away like yeah. what's going on it's a it's a weird thing that you would have to let people know that yeah if you had to let people know you were into disability rights which i would assume not to assume yeah that's it's an assumption i mean does yeah. anyone ever say i've never heard anyone no. question the legitimacy of disability rights if Absolutely. you're putting that as one of your five it calls into question whether at one time maybe you were anti-disability rights and that is just ridiculous that is wild. That is wild. Bill, I, I, that's wild. <laughs> Getting a lot of deal tonight. Yeah. I hope he listens back to us. Um, <laughs> let's keep going with those. Those were good. Yeah. There's um, suffrage in there as well. Yeah. I mean, like early 1900 themed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, voting rights. Voter rights. Yeah. We had rights to bring up. Mm. Like, that, I, I feel like, you know, and I guess these prompts are meant to help another person make a conversation with you. Mm voter rights yeah like what what do you i'm into voter rights as in like what what do you say to that yeah and if you've listed like five of the six or seven i've just put down you're really stuck on rights mm. and you're a big right guy i'm gonna say tacky and cheesy as it is that's wrong it is wrong yeah i mean it's obviously displaying a lack of interest in the rights because you're too far into the rights. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have nothing else going on. You're a pretty mm. mundane person. No one is, dare I say, swiping right. No. And if if these are one of the five things, that was a good one. If, there, <laughs> if these are one of the five things you're picking up, there is obviously a lack of things going on. Not to say that the people who promote different rights or different causes have not a yeah. lot going on. But if 
uh voting rights is one of your five things it might call into question whether you've got enough going on yeah absolutely maybe I mean, you need to work on yourself a little bit before you hop on there yeah you know find something habits yeah. hobbies Things going on. Trap, go around. Yeah. You know, I went on a hike there. today. Yeah, you went on a hike. That was you, nuts. You could put that in there. Yeah. Yeah. I went on a hike. Yeah. And, and that's that starts a conversation more than yeah. disability. Where did you advice. go? Exactly. Mm. I mean, no one's calling into question upon looking at I went on a hike. Is this guy a little bit anti-disabled? Yeah. No one's asking that. No, no, they're not. Um, what else did you have from that? From the Tinder, did we have? Yeah, well, we had a bassist. I'm into bassist, mm. um, as in like a bass player, but they called it bassist. Mm -hmm. I thought that was just grammatically incorrect. Grammatic issues. But, you know, it's hard out there, you know, trying to find matches, trying to find people that show up to dates. Thank you. <laughs> exhibit C. Exhibit <laughs> C was her. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I did some <laughs> deep diving on the web. Yeah. You know, I needed some help. Um I wasn't really getting very too far or far enough along to see any results that were really that pleasing. So I, oh. I, also, I just don't think you can stay on there too long yeah. before the date happens. You can't be chatting on Tinder for a few weeks and it's just, and then a date occur. It needs to be like, you know, why don't we just do it? Why don't we just yeah. go on a date? Why don't we go for a walk? If you will, why don't Absolutely. we talk about disability rights? Yeah. Um, throw it back. Yeah. Why, <laughs> why don't we, you know, just not you, but the yeah, yeah, disability yeah. rights. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I went on to a, a, a website called woman's day. Right. I thought they would have the best idea of what, you know, I'm really trying to get um, at here, which was pick up lines that are really good to work on women. And I've got a couple here that I'd like to share. Um, first one being, let's taco about how amazing you are over tacos and margaritas next week. <laughs> Bit of a Guzman, Guzmani <laughs> Gomez kind of uh, themed one. I mean, is that, I guess that's an El Camino date. That'd work on me, I think. Let's taco about. <laughs> I mean, there's effort there. Yeah. You know, it's not your staple. Did you fall from heaven? Ugh, yeah. God. I mean, that one. When like, how that many times have I heard that? I reckon the Mammoths were using yeah, that one. That were, is ancient. Genuinely. The, the second we went from, you know, Ooga Ooga and mm. Caveman, that was one of the first things that came out. So it's like, it's archaic. It is. It's aged. We've heard it. It's not aged like fine wine either. It's like goon in a sack that's just been left out in the sun yeah we yeah, absolutely that. i mean no so i guess it's taking a new spin yeah on i mean people with speech impediments maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah well if it's between goon bag and taco i'm choosing the taco i mean of course yeah you, you can't go wrong with the taco um usually yeah but i've got one more or two yeah. um we'll hear more it's a good thing i have my library card because I'm totally checking you out. Totally was written in italics on the website. Right. So they're assuming the person's using some sort of tone. Yeah. Yeah. A naughty undertone in that. Yeah. That's coming off a little bit Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Um, a little bit, you know, I'm preying on you. Yeah. If you will. In yeah. a library. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just, yeah, it comes across very creepy. Mm. I think there probably is like AVOs against saying that one. Mm. I don't know why that's even on a website. There are conventions against that. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Geneva-esque, yeah. really. It's I'm checking you out. Totally checking you out. I mean, mm. oh, it's a lot. Oh, okay. I'd probably choose Goonbag over that. You do have to, <laughs> at some point, choose the Goonbag over that. I think. Yeah. Um. At least they're kind of nicely saying, you know, you look all right. Yeah, you look good. There's Not plenty of like, other ways. I've had my like my nose in your ass the whole night. Yeah. Um, as I've been staring across the room and I finally worked up the courage to tell you about my library card. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's yeah. just atrocious. Um, I think that's probably the bottom of the tier. If we were ranking, yeah. I guess you know, yeah. three. Yeah, I think so. But we've got one more mm. and it's 
I mean, italics were in this one as well. Uh, So I'm going to put a tone on that word. Expecting tone. You've got everything I've been looking for. And trust me, I've been looking for a long time. Well, it's hard to know if that's a pickup line or self-deprecating. I mean, Um, I've been looking for a long time. Yeah. How to completely ruin any of your chances. You want to be act like you're fresh, you know, like this is like just a Tuesday night for you. Or yeah. Saturday, whatever night you're out. Absolutely. Getting people with these lines. Missing dependent off the block. Yeah. You just, know, like, oh, you know, this is just, this is whatever. You know, I'm just yeah. going to hit you with this line. If it yeah. sticks, it sticks. Not I'm deep in the K-hole and I need you. Like, it's <laughs> it's coming off, whoa. Like, it's yeah. pretty Dharma-esque. Again, yes. Yeah. I, I feel like less self-deprecating, almost disgusting. Mm. It's like I've just crawled out of the hole that I've put myself in. I've worked up the courage to tell you about the hole I've been in. Why am I like I'm going back to the hole? I may as well just sit in the hole the whole time. Yeah, I'd say that one works about one in two thousand, if that. I mean, if you can find maybe someone who couldn't hear, maybe it's a loud room, mm. and you whip that out per chance. Yeah, that's the one in two thousand. What? What'd you say? And yeah. then you don't you double down. You don't. <laughs> then, then you go to the, you fall from heaven. Like yeah. you don't. You don't hit him with the long time again. Yeah. You hope they didn't hear it. <laughs> you hope everybody around you didn't hear it because yeah. that is embarrassing. It'd be a terrible time for the music to cut out, and you've just yeah. just spilled your your head noise onto someone. And oh, it'd be a lot. Silent disco. You know, you tap some woman on the shoulder. Yeah. Hey, sexy. Whip that line out. Long time. I mean, it's silent in that room. It's very silent. You're gonna hope all the headphones are on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, very courageous hopping on. Well, not even. I mean, the stigma associated with this online dating is just ridiculous. If you yeah. want to, if you want to look for love online, look for look for, look for love. Yeah, love, love. Absolutely, we you love know? love. You know, it's no longer should be. You know, somewhat. If we go back to the line self-deprecating and say, you know what? I met someone online. That's how it works. I mean, and the people judging you are probably the back end of the uh, arranged marriage department. So is that more noisy? I'd say so. Yes. Yeah. You guys didn't even know each other. You met on your wedding day. It's like maths, but like, you know, between two old Mediterranean people. That's ridiculous. But you know what I'm saying? I I I know exactly what you're saying. So the traditionalists can just... Lay it back a little bit. Understand yeah. the fact that this is the way of the world. It's a digital world. It's Welcome. digital. Yeah. You're a bit late. Yeah. We've globalized. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a good thing. I mean, I wish you the best of luck. I mean, Thank I'll be you. here every day. Yeah. So we can and discuss so these further. And um, I guess that brings an end to our third po- first podcast. Dill, yeah. uh, Cal, Dill again. If you're still listening, um, feel free to let us know how we've got, we've gone here. Feel free to give us some feedback. First podcast, your yeah. first podcast. I'd say you did pretty well. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, guided by the one and only. No, I, I think yeah. I mean, we have these conversations every day. Yeah, we have a good time. Um, we're not too sure how regularly this is going to occur. Hopefully, weekly. Weekly would be a good. Fortnightly would be nice. Yeah, people get busy. You get busy. I do get busy. You know, times. Yeah, yeah, I get busy. But you, the people that have to tell you, oh, I'm so bit. No, you're not. No. Their whole personality. Oh, I'm so bit. No, you're not. If you were that busy, that doesn't become your personality. Exactly. You know how George Costanza said, Oh, yeah, you know, the people think I'm busy because I just walk around really quickly yeah. around the office with frustrated and just groan. Yeah. Their plate. Yeah. Ethiopia. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's nothing on it. There's nothing there. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, Dylan, Cal, and Dylan, for listening to this podcast. We are the Percolator Podcast. My name's Jack O'Halloran. This is Luca Zeno, and you've just listened to the first installment. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for see listening. See you, everybody.